so now my my buddy's gotta go get fucking tested for it and everything, and uh, so he's like freaking out about it. Yeah, it's one of those things that like you start like questioning everything that you do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like is this me acting differently or like right? I mean, not only that, it's like. It's like exactly what Chris Hemsworth is doing now. It's like, how much time do I have left? Like, what 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 is meaningful use of my time to me personally? And like, what do I want to do with my potential? You know, how old is Chris Hemsworth? I, don't even know. I feel like he's probably way older than he looks because he's. I don't so think so. I think he's fitness. like. He's, I think he's like younger than me. No way. I I, I don't know why. I feel like he's in his forties. Is he not in his forties? I don't think I need to find he's out. In his forties. Because he was young when Avengers. When he was cast as Thor, I feel like he was like. Maybe I bet he's like 20s. 38. 39. There you go. Oh. So he's younger than Todd by like 15 years. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, before we, we went live here, we were chatting about Hemsworth and MCU directors and stuff. I, I have a question that I want to pose to the to the group here as we start things off. Is there a director that would get you excited? Like that would be like, oh shit! Like this movie's gonna be good. It doesn't fucking matter. What characters on the podcast? I mean, maybe. I don't know. It might have been streaming. It sounds like yeah. It sounds like a Fortnite conversation to me personally. But uh, we don't have to. We don't have to stay on it long. But is there someone that would get you fucking amped up? This is gonna sound stupid, but like. Scorsese, like fucking. I know he like. I would like to see like Tarantino, Scorsese. Never do it. Spielberg. So like, you might not get uh, you like, might not get Scorsese, but I you, feel like I feel Tarantino like you might you might get someone that is, you know, typically you know, maybe makes comments against superhero movies to do one if they were given the right thing and maybe given some freedom. I feel like Tarantino would do one. He he's got a Star Trek script. I yeah. have to imagine that he's only if, doing one more movie. He was on Stern this week too. Uh, really? And he's 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 doing a TV show though. He's doing a ten doing episode a TV show. Right now, yeah. Who is this? I'm sorry, Tarantino. Oh, you know what though? I'm hoping it's Bounty Law. You know what though? With with James Gunn taking over, I mean, now he's splitting duties with someone else at at DC. But uh, I mean, I feel like they need to make a a real attempt to, you know, obviously they're gonna probably do something still similar to what Marvel's doing because it works. But I feel like they do need to make an attempt at maybe differentiating themselves. Like, they're keeping the Joker movie its own thing, which I think is probably the right thing to do. I don't know if that, that, uh, I forget his name, the Batman movie, I think it's just called The Batman. That, that's also like kind of its own thing, right? It's not tied into other stuff going on. I think so. They haven't really said it. Like, now the gun's in charge, so I don't even know if they've talked about that. Well, that's why I'm wondering if, like, you know, if it makes sense for them to, you know, Listen, hey Tarantino, I'll let you come in and make a fucking movie about whatever you want. It doesn't need to tie into other shit. Have at it. Like well, that that's, that's might be an interesting do. angle yeah. for them to go. I think that's been DC's direction for the last few movies. Yeah, give them to be the honest, freedom just to do whatever. Yeah, and just that's, I do to tie it into anything. I mean, it's kind of worked. The Joker, you know, was got a lot of praise. I the, did the Batman do well? I don't even know. I didn't see. Yeah, it. people. People think it's an amazing movie. I've seen it's yeah. people. It's, it's split, but like, there's a lot of people that thought it was boring. But like, there's a lot of people that fucking th- think it was like the best movie of the year. Yeah, it was just too uh, long. I so like I, you know, I gotta give it a second watch. So because I I agree with you, 
But I like, enjoyed it. I, it was just yeah. too long. Um, is it on HBO? Yes. Is that where it is? Max, yeah. I should watch it at some Should've point. Been. But like, I would prefer they keep that just a separate thing. I don't want everything to blend together anymore. I want the bat. I just go through like some. They have some great. Batman has like the best villains out of like mo- like pretty much most of the comics, and just like start exploring villains that like you know. The next it's, movie's not coming it, out for like four years though. It is funny to me that coming off of last week's episode, we had Todd complaining that the MCU has no cohesion right now and nothing makes sense and nothing's tied yeah, together. And now in the same breath, I want nothing to match. I want nothing to be. Yeah, but they're not going to change that anymore. Like we can't change the Marvel at this point to to fucking go that direction. You know, like it I mean, was just it's the food. same thing. Like 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 reality, things can exist and happen in the same universe without having to be like narratively tied would- together. I personally wish that Marvel was going to do what probably James Gunn's going to do with DC because I'd rather have him do it with Marvel than DC, and ha- like I, I do his own thing, do the own thing, like get better directors and like not fucking force them to add characters into their movies and not have them do all these things. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're really at that point where they're forcing a lot of stuff. I mean, there's definitely like we talked about before at nauseum, like an overall thing they're going for. But I don't think that necessarily means everything is still going to have to completely match up across the board as far as like, well, we're going to introduce Moon Knight this way so that eventually he can do this with this hero in this movie and, you know, in Phase 7. Like, I don't think that's what every character introduced into the MCU's trajectory is going to be. And I want to, like, also comment and say, like, I don't think they have bad directors in the MCU. I think a lot of these films have good directors. I feel like the MCU, though, uh, I wish they would just... Just, just be more focused on that, though. Like, it's it's well known at this point, and like a lot of people in Hollywood talk about it, like how like you have to be like, oh, they, they just want like puppet directors for those movies, you know? Like they don't want like fucking people to. I, it's, I don't it's, think it's, that's it's, fully true. Dude, people, people come on Howard Stern all the time, like directors and stuff. Recently, like Quentin was one of the he, he was talking about this. He was basically saying like, because like they, Howard always brings up the question of Marvel movies. Fucking Quentin Tarantino hates this era of cinema because it's like he was yeah. saying basically it's star wars jurassic park and marvel movies and he's like and that's it no other movies make big money he's like and it's just kind of but what did it other is movies it... ever really make big money yeah like, like rated it, R it, movies. Uh, i'm, I'm day, just confused like... though was there an era of time where blockbusters were never a thing like in modern cinema like i'm talking about in our lifetime was there well, ever think, a time where i think his point is that of... blockbusters are that like it's those three it's just those yeah it's nothing else there's nothing else out there and but i'm gonna go against the grain here with this this thing is like it's the same thing with you know you can apply this to other industries too like video games as well especially with indie games and stuff it's like okay you want to be sitting on your fucking ivory tower that cinema needs to be this thing and blah 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 all this stuff who the fuck cares if it doesn't make money you it's your thing. It's it's about the art, right? Not about the money. Like, what are what, well, what the is pro- what is the real driving thing here now? Like, I'm the problem is getting the problem people because because I think he was talking about how his love for cinema and going to the movies, and that he can't get people in seats for a lot of these movies. That should be that people should be seeing. But like, is, but so the problem there though is Marvel. But Marvel's the reason why people aren't going to see. No, it's Once that, Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't think that's the case. Dumb, I think it's everything's just been dumbed down, and it's like three franchises are basically the only things that people are going to see these days because people are like, Oh, there's not a lot of action. I don't need to see that in the movie. And they also brought we gotta add We got to add fast and the furious to the, I, I was of... going, to, I was just going through to it. So yeah, I, I just want to point out again. I, I don't see how Marvel making movies that people 
will willingly sit down and watch, you know, three hours in a theater and Quentin Tarantino making Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is two hours and 40 minutes and him complaining about people not seeing it. I, oh no, but he did well with that movie. The, he wasn't complaining. He wasn't complaining about people seeing his movie. I think he was talking about like other directors and like Martin Scorsese made a fucking three-hour Irishman on Netflix, and people didn't even want to sit through that in their fucking house. Oh, dude, it like, was fucking amazing. I, it was amazing. I, <laughs> it was I, so good. I, I mean, but I, like, I don't. I'm not trying to say like all of it can exist. It can all exist oh, yeah. in the same plane. I just get I so confused the, when the people who don't make superhero movies specifically comment on superhero movies like that's the reason why their movie's not doing well so i think he also brought into the 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 equation about streaming and everything and it's just so weird trying to make a movie right now because net like netflix is getting all these big movies and it's just like it's taking away from the whole experience of what movies are you know and he was like because like i think netflix has got like netflix is like actually getting really good movies recently that are getting that are getting very good reviews and i don't even think people are watching them because they don't even know about them in the in the same breath though, like Todd, you fucking hate one of the movies, and you wish everything would just come to a streaming service. If we had a Alamo Draft House, I would go to the movies all the fucking time. Well, there's no fucking like, there's no fucking around there. Like those guys will not let anyone use their phone. They fucking kick you right the fuck out. We don't have that. We have fucking yeah, like, but we do whatever they want around. Like we have shitty movie theaters around I, us. I mean, that's just right. <laughs> Me and Gwyneth Paltrow would let you know. AMC <laughs> is. Nicole Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Damn it! <laughs> I, I spaced out, but I, I'd spaced out, but I, I knew where you were going to chime in with Nicole Kidman at some point, and you took care of it. Listen, and, and I'm, I'm like, not the person to fight against going to the cinema because COVID making me not go do anything specifically go to the movies is one of those uh, one of those things. I love going to the movies, but even that act is still almost ninety percent going to be things that aren't being made by Quentin Tarantino's of the world. Like I'm not going to the movies. Yeah, but you don't watch good movies. Oh, that's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, like all the, I never like Marvel was like the first like big blockbusters. I'd actually go to the movies to see maybe Lord of the Rings, but like I would always go see like those independent movies back in the day when I actually yeah. went, I remember seeing Memento in the theater and just fucking walking out and being like, that was fucking amazing, you know, and shit like I mean, that. Listen, I went to the fucking, I went to the cinema with Mike and Dom to go see The Room, okay? That's fucking cinema right there. Oh, I, right? I was thinking of the one with Brie Larson. I was like, wait, you guys no, went to No, the, the good no, one. No, and we saw, we saw Disaster Artist, didn't we? Yeah, we saw Disaster Artist. I still to, be fair, to be fair, we did go into a theater and watch The Room. It was yes, not a movie theater. It was like a theater. No, that's oh, a movie yeah, We theater. did do that. Was that is a movie. movie. I mean, it's a movie was theater, it but it's also a stage. It was. What'd you say, Mike? Yeah, I think it was the Brattle, was it, right? Was the Brattle in um? It was in like Brighton, maybe or something. I don't oh know, wait, kind of. Coolidge Corner. Coolidge Corner. That's where we went. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a movie theater, but it's also as a stage, so like you can do. I don't know. Yeah. Other things, because didn't the guy come out fucking yeah. and talk after? Yeah. What's his name? Greg. Uh, Greg. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hi, Mark. Uh, it, it's uh, yeah, Mark. Greg Cicero. Mark Cicero. Greg Sestero. But he plays, the character plays name Mark. Mark. Okay. He plays Mark. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about this for too long. I just like, I, I feel like it's just a weird cop out when those directors I think, argue against that. I think my whole thought is that, like, the theater gets, like, loaded with those type of movies. So there's less screens for 
Yeah, they'll dedicate like when like, a Marvel movie comes out, they dedicate like yeah. like and, that's, and that doesn't have that really doesn't have anything to do with the movies themselves. That has to do with like Disney buys up the screen. Yes, no, hundred so, percent. Yeah, and, when you have that, when you have when you have a Disney animated film, a Marvel film, and like I a was. Jurassic Park or a DC film or a Star like your that's. 10 screens yeah. so if you have a 12 screen theater then you're like bouncing the rest of the movies around you know what i yeah. mean no that, and, that's I, the, and that's i get like that. the thing that i'd give them is like there's less opportunity to see those other movies because there's less I, screens i think that is also more of a problem with just like the business side of things where it's like at yeah. this point we're in the world of like virtually monopolies so disney fucking disney has most of the blockbuster movies that are coming out in a you know given quarter of the year so it's like they are like you just said blocking out the movie theater there's also not summer there's also not like summer blockbusters anymore they space them out all year yeah just always so now it's just always a blockbuster yeah maybe it was quentin tarantino i don't know there's a story though that was I, i didn't hear this recently it was from a long time ago but there was a theater i think it was maybe man's chinese theater like where they do a lot of premieres and like there was supposed to be a premiere. I don't know if this was Quentin or some other director, but they were supposed to have their movie premiered there, and then Disney, like, boxed them out for like the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. but like, and then completely like, just yeah. like they were like, yeah, no, well, you're Disney. Not Disney definitely has a lot of very like they they have caveats to how theaters are allowed to like operate during their big releases. Like when I went to go see Black Panther last weekend, there were signs all over the place that said. And I think this is a known thing, and we've probably talked about this before. For Disney movies, you can't on the first, I think, two weeks it's in theaters, you cannot use gift cards. You have to buy a ticket. What? Because gift cards really? must not count as a ticket sale. You know and they I want all the ticket been, sales. I think that's been the case for a lot of uh, not everything, but I feel like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Cause I think I kind of remember stuff like that. I, there was a person that was trying to buy a ticket after us, and I I was waiting outside the bathroom for Jen to go to the bathroom, and they were like arguing with the with the person working the concessions that was they were like well i don't understand i have a gift card to the to the theater he's like yeah, yeah he's like if disney bit. finds out that like you know we sold this many seats but there's not tickets to match each seat we'll we'll get banned from disney movies for like you know six months or something and i'm like wow what the fuck? which yeah. again if, if you're a theater and you get banned from disney movies for six months you're pretty much you closing your block- fucking doors you don't have blockbusters for six months yeah <laughs> um so i don't know I, it, it's a weird thing. There's a lot of moving parts. I think there are definitely some things to be said about like more of the business side of things, like Disney boxing people out. But I, I, I don't think it's specifically, you know, Marvel. But it is tied to that machine. So yeah, sure, you can sort of step around it and blame Marvel instead of blaming the real problem, which is other aspects of that, you know, business deal. Because again, it's the same thing with like, like indie games. Uh, People are fucking playing God of War Ragnarok right now and in, in, in Pokemon. That's not that's not means they're not gonna not buy an indie game that is of interest to them. It's just harder for them to discover that indie game potentially. Or right. it's just a consumer that doesn't care about small things and they only want triple A things. That's like me with movies. I'm not really going out of my way to watch movies that aren't fucking Marvel or Star Wars. And I'm fine with that because I don't care about movies in that way. And if Marvel and Star Wars didn't exist, I don't think I would be looking for other movies. I would probably just be watching even less movies and TV and just playing more games. So like it's it's I think it's a little bit still not like the blockbuster fault. It's 
I don't Bro, know. If, if, if that last Jurassic Park made over a billion dollars, I don't know if you guys watch it. It is fucking dog I shit. It, I heard it was really those, bad. I thought all those Jurassic Parks were fucking pretty much dog shit. And they make like a billion dollars. It's just fucking yeah, wild. But it's because fucking it. that's but, – but that's the thing too is like something like Jurassic Park, I think, I think something like Marvel and Star Wars has a larger age gap of people interested in that where I think Jurassic Park is a, a probably skews much younger. Like overall, I would I say don't know, um, the first Jurassic Park is Jurassic like, Park, Park, the first Jurassic Park, not the, came out in like, not the old ones, but like the current yeah. trilogy or whatever with Chris yeah, Pratt. But, you're get, but my point is that you're getting those people that watch the original Jurassic Park and and especially this last movie. It was just a nostalgia machine. So you're getting. Uh, but they brought back. Everyone. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah, it was no, literally I, built I, for. Let's to get all people those back people in, back to, to, and, to yeah. expand that age demographic yeah. who's watching the movie. Yeah. But you have to think about like something like fucking Jurassic Park. Those movies can be dog shit. My nephew fucking loves dinosaurs, but he's the he's the he is the target. Guess what? This is a big dinosaur movie. There's no other dinosaur movies. You love dinosaurs, young child. You're gonna watch this fucking movie. You're, when it comes to streaming services, you're gonna fucking watch it repeatedly. Like that, you you're the person for that. Um. My it's nephew's not the one going to see fucking MCU movies, huh? I said it's just wild that this like Jurassic Park is like the only dinosaur movie. Like everything else is so oversaturated, it's just weird that there's not more of that. I feel like outside of superhero stuff, there really is kind of like it's like I don't know, Fast and the Furious. I haven't watched those movies in a long time. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that like that's the blanket. Like non, even though those are basically superhero movies at this point, uh, yes. that's like that's 100%. like that's like the the non quote unquote superhero movie action movie blockbuster that exists. Like, there's no other, like maybe James Bond, maybe Mission Impossible, but those yeah. get made way less than Jurassic, uh, whatever the fuck, Vin Diesel Land. Um, I don't think there's really anything else that comes out with the same velocity at this point. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just don't follow action movies. Can is there something else I'm not? thinking of uh, like the 90s the 90s early 2000s it was a straight up action movies all the time now it's like the, it's like they you get John Wick by, they, John Wick like the yeah. best thing you have like that's but it but they just like action movies basically just got replaced by superhero movies those are basically mm-hmm. action movies now yeah cause like and I remember like when I went to go to the I used to my parents would bring me to R-rated movies all the time like Schwarzenegger all that shit yeah. and it was it was all every movie that came out was like an R-rated movie action movie and it was like you know, they'd be the PG-13 movies and shit like that, but those movies dominated for so long. Yeah. And, that, and, like, those were the movies that made money. Now those movies don't make money, and everything else makes money. Well, even Except some of the now. blockbusters, I mean, I'd have to look up numbers to see if what I'm about to say is just absolute bullshit. But, like, even blockbusters pre-MCU, or I'll say pre, pre-Avengers, it's like, you know, we're gonna get a we're going to get a handful of Transformers movies, and they're going to do well, but, like... There's no staying power. We're going to get a couple of G.I. Joe movies, and they're going to do okay, but there's no staying power. And then you're going to get stuff like that that are like, we're going to try to make this thing happen, and it's just not going to have the legs. And then the MCU found the secret fucking recipe to keep people invested, you know, over at this point, what, 15 years? I don't even know. How old is fucking Iron Man 1? 2008, so yeah. Fucking wild. Yeah, that, that, that half my life is spent watching MCU. 
That's and we were old. Imagine if like we were like twelve when those movies started, and fucking that would have been the greatest thing ever. I mean, all that. you were old. <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I guess no. We, so we were what? We were we were Iron Man came out when we were in high school. No, no, after, like, probably would have been nineteen. Great. I don't know math. Anyways, welcome everyone to the Pest Control Podcast. Just, Bumblebee ahead, was the last. Bumblebee was the last. Uh, Transformers uh, movie. That and, was pretty oh, yeah, recent too, right? Movie, and it made and it made half a billion dollars. So and that movie yeah. is phenomenal. It's a really good movie. It's so much it better than movie. anything they've ever put out there. It is a what, great. What great year? Movie. What year was it? I feel like that was kind of recent. Probably like last eight years. Probably five okay. years. Yeah. And then um, uh, the the last night made six hundred and five million. So they all made money. Dog shit. Yeah, they do. They do well, but like MCU does silly numbers. Like MCU does fucking doesn't compute numbers but neither does jurassic park like i don't understand why jurassic park again it has to be that it's just the only fucking show in town before you go to the opening i just want to say one thing on star wars off topic Mm. andor is fucking incredible like it's making me like star wars like it's fucking that good it's it's like some of the best stuff i've ever that that is the one real shocker i've heard like it's it's only shock in the sense that i've been hearing really good things about andor and i've been meaning to sit down and watch it i think i watched an episode today so now i'm only five episodes in whatever but i've been hearing nothing but good things so that part checks out what surprised me is that it's good and and then todd likes it well the thing (laughs) the 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 narrative that i've been seeing seeing float around the internet in regards to Andor, is that Andor is like the most not anti Star Wars thing, but it's like it is not like regular Star not Wars, not typical Star no. Wars. Yeah, and you know what? It makes me fear the Empire, which is like something that like I'm like, oh, this is why everyone was freaking out about the Empire. Okay, like they're legit, like scary, like and like you like are just like not like scary, but like stresses you out. Like it's fun. Yeah. I'm very impressed by the show, and it's a show I didn't even plan on watching. I just fucking put it yeah, on. I, like, I haven't watched it yet because I just I'm not that interested to be I, honest. I think you'll like it to be honest. With you. I think you will like it. I probably will like it. I just I'll, is it finished yet? Is it fully out? Because then I'll probably oh, just watch it all in like a day or two. I, I think, think so. I think there might be 12 episodes in the season. I think today was episode 11. I'm not 100 sure on that because I'm behind myself, but I believe that is the case. I think there's 12 episodes this season. Yeah. I don't know. I I've gotten. I don't really get MCU fatigue, but I definitely have. At least Star Wars show fatigue. In, oh, really? in a, yeah, I'm the opposite. In, in a sense that, like, I liked the Obi Wan show, but I specifically liked certain parts of it. Like the stuff with Vader in that show, I'll rewatch those scenes forever because those, like, it's just like it's just so fucking good. Like, I, I, I wish that we could just get more of that type of thing. But again, it's. I also don't really necessarily want more stuff focused on the same people over and over again, which I think other people also kind of maybe feel that way. And I also like, it's the same thing with something like solo. Like I thought solo was a good movie for what it was. I enjoyed it. That's like one of the few movies. I enjoyed. Um, too. Yeah. My biggest problems with solo. One of them is like, it's hard to like suspend disbelief in my brain when there's any sort of tension happening. Cause it's like, I know Chewie does not die. I know Han does not die. I know Lando does not die. So it's like, you're going to have to introduce another character and then, then maybe they can die. And that's what they do. And that's what they did in fucking, you know, Obi-Wan. It's like they introduce another person for you to sort of care about. And then that person ends up dying. It's like, 
well, somebody's got to bite bite it here, and it's not going to be the people that you know live. So I don't know. That that's like my sort of one thing with those specific things where it's like, eh, it's kind of the same thing that I kind of go back and forth with on, you know, not as much with Mando because it's mostly, you know, other stuff going on. But whenever someone else shows up, I'm like, oh, I'm assuming nothing bad is going to happen to this thing because, you know, whatever. Um, I will say one thing and then we'll do the intro because this is, again, another very <laughs> bizarre episode. I was so fucking amped up when I saw the tease for Studio Ghibli, Grogu, whatever. Dude, it's so bad. Watch it? It's terrible. It's not that it's terrible. It's, 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 it's just that it's stupid. fucking three minutes of nothing. It's like, no what, point what is, it, yeah, right? like, I was, I was so excited. So excited. I feel <clears throat> and when I sat down and opened up Disney Plus and when I went to it and I was like, there's only three fucking minutes? The fuck is this going to be? And then it was basically nothing. I was like, why was did like, you Yeah, what was the point of it? Why did you do this to me? Anyways, welcome everyone to the Fast <laughs> Podcast, the show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk for 30 fucking minutes before the show starts. Let's go. All Either right, way, wrap it we up. We have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brendan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Bullet Bill Desir. Mike, how are you doing tonight? You know, I, my Disney Plus finally renewed last week. So I'm finally getting charged for it. Oh, because you had that fucking Ooh. big old and it, and it just went up in price too. Only a dollar yeah. though, right? Everything went up in price, so like literally everything keeps everything. going up in price. Yeah, it's like you know, you know what's music, funny? fucking. You know what's funny Ooh, though is Netflix. like I got the notification that it went up for me. I don't know what everyone's plan is, or if there's multiple plans, I don't even fucking know. My bill looks like it went up one dollar for Disney Plus, and in my head I'm like. This is maybe the smartest thing for a service like this to do. One dollar is, for most people, I'll say, I don't want to speak for everyone, is not a large increase. So it's probably not going to make you question canceling it. But if they have millions of fucking people subscribed and it's one dollar, they just made a couple million more fucking oh, yeah. dollars. You know what I mean? That's, that's wild. It's fucking insane. So I'm if you're so listening out there bit. and you only have a dollar, give us a dollar. To Patreon, yeah, to wherever, yeah. because if all of you give us a dollar, you might think that one dollar is nothing. We would have two dollars. We'd have two fucking dollars. I'm so bad with this shit. I'm, I gotta go through and start canceling stuff because I even have two gym memberships and I only go to one of the gyms. So like, I have a twenty dollar Planet Fitness that I haven't gone to in like a you year. You gotta just do what I did, Todd. Don't go to the gym anymore and <laughs> just, just do, buy yeah. fucking or do VR for cardio and just buy no. weights. I no fuck that. Bought weights like. And I, I, just how do you think I've been here, watching, like, and I don't have to be tied fucking... down to some bullshit. I watch shit here too on my TV. No, and when I want to go to the bathroom, there's no, no other sweaty naked people in there, and I can just no. go to the bathroom. No, because I, I watch. I, when he go in his bathroom, I only play video games at home. Like there's there's very few times that I ever play, like watch anything. But like at the gym, I've watched like a good chunk of Ozark. I've been watching Andor. I watch Edge Runners. Think about all the time you're wasting you going to the gym, leaving the gym, waiting for other people, interacting with all that time cut out. That's so much more time in your day. Just no, I told fucking, Amanda, my I, new gym I, has some like prime, like prime women around there. And I'm just like, I'm like, Hans, I'm like, <laughs> anyways, also joining us tonight is the fucking, is the workout daddy himself, fucking toddy, <laughs> toddy two weights in his arms. Uh, Gary over here drinking Boy. a toddy treehouse over here. How you doing over here? Toddy treehouse. I'm good. I want to go play more God of, God of War right now. With this itching. I haven't played it. I haven't played it at all this week because I'm just not playing. I'm playing. I'm playing fucking Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap has ruined everything for me right now. I will say I've probably been playing Vampire Hunters more 
than that. I fucking hate Vampire you. Survivor. But, it's fucking good. I told you it's fucking good. It's fucking I, I good. It was fine, but like I don't, still don't think it's game of the year quality. But like it's fucking. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, you you know you got bad taste. We've went over this. Yeah, we talked right. about your movie picks. And rounding us out tonight is the Disney daddy himself, Dominic Forty. Dom, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Thank you for okay. asking. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing well. Oh, makes me happy. I didn't open them yet, mm-hmm. but I appreciate the drop off of the fucking Pokemon Halloween cards. Yeah. I have to look up and see if they have, like, is if it's just like a set that's all in there, or if there's other things that you can. Is you, can just a set? you can have a full set in like three packs. So interesting. Okay. Then you can just give the rest to your Whoever. nephew or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. It's weird that you were able to get that because I've never seen that in a store. I, and I looked. I kept really? trying to find it and I couldn't find it. Um, from what I could tell on the internet, Walmart was the best place to go. I just I don't usually go to Walmart for anything. So yeah. it's, it's I out of my way. And, yeah. Oh, is that where you got it, Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> I would go to Walmart more if the deals that I see other people get at Walmart, wherever I ever found them up here, anytime I go look at Walmart clearance or like other things going on with deals and stuff, it's never fucking in either Walmart up here. Anyways, a couple of housekeeping things before we roll into, I don't know. We we've already rolled into the episode, but I guess just a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, the PTC movie club for November is Toddy's double feature. He said, cinema is not dead. Uh, and we're watching Barbarian and Nope. So if you want to hear us uh, begrudgingly talk about Barbarian and then chat about Nope, uh, where Todd is convinced he is going to change Dom's opinion about Nope. Uh, we no, I don't think I'm, about... I'm, it's funny I'll, you say that. Though, I'll because... rewatch Nope. Oh, please do. Because like, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. But Nope, I is, on, that... nope is on Peacock, Peacock now yeah. for so everyone listening. And so, Barbarian is on HBO Max. HBO Max? Oh, perfect. Uh, so they're both yeah, streaming yep, now. Yeah. It, it, with Nope, too, I actually, like, I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't like Nope. But, like, when I catch people that liked it, man, we can sit, I sit there and talk to people for, like, 10 minutes straight about, like, what we liked about it and, like, like how good it was and, like, I'll certain it, things. I'll give it another watch, but I I, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I get what... We should probably yeah, save this conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah let's yeah, save it. Yeah. I can't. Save it I can choose what I want to say. I can't say without yeah, like spoiling. We'll, we'll the save movie. it for that yeah. show. So, if, Barbarian, I can't wait to hear what. Mike I can't wait. Is. I can't. I can't wait to talk about a couple certain scenes in that movie where I'm just going to die just, laughing. I can. I, so just, I know. I know for a fact that Brendan is going to absolutely hate this fucking movie. Well, I'm watching. I'm watching them both this week. There's like zero. There's like zero redeeming quality in this movie for Brendan. I don't know. I mean, who knows? You know, like, do, you, do you think he'd like Cabin in the Woods? Uh, which one? The one I think with... Cabin in the Woods is it, might isn't be. Isn't Chris Hemsworth in, in one of those? Yes, yeah, so that one. Yes, he's in yeah, Cabin in yeah. the Woods. That was a remake, right? I think. Cabin in the yes. Woods. Uh, no, 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 no. It was its own thing. It was like kind oh, of okay. like a jokey movie, though. Like, yeah, yeah like. Yeah, I think that one has enough redeeming qualities. I, yeah. I, I can see Brennan not liking it, but like kind of explaining the movie at the end he could appreciate what it was just like not like yes it yeah, yeah yeah and there's did some you, good things did you watch barbarian yet mike i have not watched barbarian yet <laughs> we'll see mike you want to come over and watch it together so we can both suffer no we'll it's, it's not a, it's, no you have to, you have to watch it separately you yeah, why why you should watch, no, watch it together actually i feel like you should watch it together be looking at each other and be like what the fuck <laughs> like, do i do that mike what do you i kind of want i kind of want a camera in the room when you guys watch yes it. <laughs> Should we do this, Mike? I don't 
No. But there's some like and like Dom, there's some like great underlying underlying themes we'll, about we'll Barbarian. That that We're incredible. done. We're done with yeah, Barbarian. Yeah. No, we're not gonna talk about it. All this whatever shit. whatever the underlying themes are, I cannot wait to hear these because Oh, okay, cool. Because no, because you're gonna probably be like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, no, I'm dead serious that's, that's because I've, I've had this, 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 this. I talk about these two movies all the time to people. Like, all right, well, we'll, we'll save it for that. We'll save it for that. So, if you want to hear us talk about those movies, uh, again, with with the holiday coming up in the following week with Thanksgiving, I don't know exactly when we will record this, but it will happen at some point in the, uh, as good, the next episode. Barbarians are good. Uh, Movie to sit down with your family at Thanksgiving and watch. Absolutely, like that's not true. That's no, not it's hundred percent true. true. Haven't watched make it sure, yet, but make sure Jen watches it, please. Well, Mike, what, what do you want to order, Mike? What what is what's good barbarian food? What can what can Mike and I dine on while we watch this? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, what's going huh. on? Why am I getting roped into this? Because Mike, I need to be distracted. I need someone else there. So when this movie is fucking not what I want to watch, I can just look two, at Mike and be like, "What's uh, you, you need two percent milk. Need, oh my um... god! Anyways, so <laughs> listen. We'll talk about these two fucking movies at the at the end of the month or the next episode, whenever that airs. So you can look forward to that fucking nonsense. Um, and then I feel like uh, I was a guest on for other housekeeping stuff. I was a guest on the upcoming episode of Screen Snark, uh, which is a lovely show that is hosted by a friend of the program, uh, DJ. Matt Stormageddon, um, and his, their co-host Rachel. Um, it's a show where they talk about the things that they have been watching recently, whatever it may be, and they have guests on, and the guests also chats about what they do. And I had the lovely opportunity. Well, I had a mixed bag. I could have talked about Shrek the Musical. I could have talked about uh, Little Shop of Horrors. I could have talked about. Uh, Great British Bake Off because I watch that every week. I could have talked about Seinfeld because I'm on like rewatch number three this year because I have poor mental health. Uh, I also restarted watching Ted Lasso and I'm already on season two. So uh, I did too, actually. When you told I, me you did, I started rewatching it. It's too. so fucking good. It's oh, good. so it's fucking good. I, and yeah. I, I, I said, I, so I will say the thing that I brought up was none of those. It was a different show. And if you are interested in what that show was, it's something else I watched. You'll have to watch, listen to that episode. You should listen to it anyway. Support them and listen to us chat about stuff. Um, we talked about uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We talked about um, Star Trek Deep, Deep what? Deep Nine? What is it? Dom would know. Deep, Space, Nine? Deep Space Nine? Deep Space Nine. The show from the 90s? Yes. That's okay. what one of the co-hosts was in the middle of watching, so that's what they chatted about. And I talked about a show that if you want to know, you're going to have to fucking, you're going to have to go check out the episode. Um, you know what I, the Ted Lasso episode I watched the other night is like definitely my favorite is when he sits down with Trent the first time, like when they have like the, so the good when they, when he like oh, have God. dinner. Yes. It's like the best episode ever. Like there's so many best episodes ever in Ted Lasso, but that episode just gets me every time. It's so, so good. I, I unfortunately didn't talk about Ted Lasso a lot on that episode. Cause that's not what we focused on, which I was hoping I was actually going to talk about Ted Lasso, but I talked about this other show. But I did talk a little bit about Ted Lasso on that episode of Screen Snark, which I believe is airing Monday, so you can look for that on podcast feeds. Um, I said it there, and I'll say it here. I feel pretty confident saying this. I think Ted Lasso has the best ensemble cast of any TV show ever. I don't think there's a better TV show ensemble cast. And there's, like, a lot of unknowns, and it's that good. It's It's really that good. Everyone on it is so good. Like, 
from and I feel like everyone gets a good chunk of pie. Like it's not if just like next- you get one person making like one liners in an episode. You do get that too, but I feel like yeah. it gives time, it, like dedicated amounts of time to so many of the characters on the show that feels like rewarding because you're learning more about these people. If season three is as good as season one and two, then I'll probably be in my top three best shows of all time. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, there's one thing plot wise that I really hope they do not do with season three. And if they do that, <clears> it's going to fucking destroy me. Um, but I mean, fucking uh, Brett Goldstein, Roy Kent alone is like Roy makes Kent. that show fucking it's gold. Like, uh, yeah, I love everyone in that show. Yeah, it's like you said, I love everyone in that show. Did you really rewatch good. it from the beginning, Todd? Like yeah. right now, or are you okay? Yeah. So I don't know if you were like, I was paying like close attention on the first episode. The first like episode or two, it really fucking like after you have watched the first two seasons, and if you watch the beginning again, it really fucking foreshadows a lot of shit that happens later oh, yeah. in the show. Like, yeah, like to, to a point where it's like, whoa, like you wouldn't know that watching it for the first time, but right. rewatching it, you're like, holy shit, like they laid this down here. Uh, which was really fun to see. Well, he said he only wants to do three seasons, so I'm hoping that's yeah, not the uh, case. Uh, I mean, I could see Apple maybe trying to push him to stretch it out a little bit longer. Yeah. But as much as I want... As don't most, ruin it. Yeah, yeah, don't ruin it. Like, I want as much Ted Lasso as possible, but, like, give me what you got. Don't make yeah. something bad. That was kind of the same thing with with Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek was like they... The show didn't... I don't think it started off popular, but then it gained traction. And at that point... Like they were like, well, we kind of have a plan for the show, and it's like we're not going to extend it because it's popular now. We're going to end it still the way we wanted to, which yeah. you know it sucks because it's like you love the show and then it's fucking over. But I, but Shit's Creek, I think it was like six seasons. Um, so I don't know. Fuck, Ted Lasso is so good. Anyways, yeah, I'll be on that. Uh, there's some other housekeeping stuff, but it's hidden right now, so I can't I can't talk about it. We'll talk about it in our future episode. So. Uh, I don't know. We're at like fucking 40 minutes. So I don't know what the main topic is tonight. I don't even know what the topic of this episode was. I don't know what the fuck we talked about. Like, what do we call this episode? The problem with blockbusters? Like, is that what this episode is? The problem with blockbusters? Did that happen? Uh, I'll leave that up to you. PTC shoots the shit. Did that happen on this episode or was that before you hit record? What? The blockbuster stuff? We talked for like 30 minutes before the intro of the show and that's all the show i can't remember when you hit record not a, like we definitely talked probably for what time is it now we probably talked for a good 15 20 minutes before i hit record about that stuff but yeah at some point we we let it let it fucking ride um so we can go a few different angles here at this point because i mean we don't have a lot of time left we don't want to go really over an hour i've been trying to keep them tight to an hour for for our sake and for the listener's sake you know what do you need a fucking two-hour podcast for uh unless it's a deep dive on something what do we need a two-hour podcast for let's be honest um has anyone been playing besides todd because i know todd has been playing some stuff have mike or dom have you been playing anything other than fortnite marvel snap overwatch uh i downloaded the weekend pack on beat saber Oh, oh fuck. I need I to see what songs are on there. I just it. It's amazing, every single good song that he has. I mean, fuck. there's more, but it's, it's good. Yeah, it's the, really good. They're all good songs. Yeah. Have you been playing Beat Saber, Mike? Or just you popped it on for this? I, I popped it on for this, basically. I think every beat? once in a while I might turn it on. Oh, go ahead. No, I, that was about it. Like, every once in a while I'll turn it on, but 
I think like after the Lizzo pack came out, I'd play that a little bit and then I'd let it sit. And then I didn't buy the full Lizzo pack. I bought like two songs off of that. I got the whole pack. Yeah, I didn't buy the Lizzo pack, but I haven't turned my headset on in a little bit. I need to do that. I need to charge it. Actually, it's probably dead. Um, how are the beat maps though for the weekend songs? Are they good? They're really good. Okay. Okay. I'll probably mm-hmm. scoop it up. Probably scoop it up. Because I'm too lazy to like download stuff to my like Yeah. I'm too lazy to like, go into the game and get custom songs. Yeah, like I was gonna do that in the after the Lizzo pack after a little while. I was like, oh you know what, maybe I'll I'll uh mod it again so I can play custom tracks. But the one thing is that Whenever you do that, when new official packs come out, I don't think there there might be an easy way to get the custom like the the new official packs. But I think at least as of the last time I had it modded, I had to undo the mod entirely and then get the official stuff. And that's why I never bothered remodding it again. Yeah. Um. What about you, Todd? Aside from Ragnarok, because uh, we'll 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 do when you and I finish Ragnarok. We'll we'll do something. I'm just uh, like I'm doing the way I'm on. handling Ragnarok, and not to go into it, but like I'm doing it as like a slow drip almost because I don't want the story to end. And I'm like yeah, 15 or so hours into it, and even th- that seems like a lot, but it's been out for a full week. I feel like some people has Jesse beaten it, or because I, I see Jesse on it like every time I'm on it. Uh, any of those no. guys beaten it? Yet? Okay, th- so it's a long game. I think I think Ken may have finished it, and I think okay. Luis has finished it, but I don't think Jesse okay. has finished it yet. Um. Yeah, because I, I mean, it's, it's longer. It's like, it's like, I think it's like 40 hour, 40-ish hours. Which is great, because like, this story is perfectly fleshed out. It's it's already like going I, the way. I heard like, there's it, a point somewhere in like the th- like the third, like the one-third mark or like the halfway point that kind of draws out and people are like kind of like, eh, this is kind of drawn out. But I think I, I just went through that part. I mean, I I don't, I I'm, I'm still part. super early. I'm still like yeah, – yeah, yeah. I don't want to say where I am, but I, I know. Early I, I understand, but I can totally understand people what they. But the combat's good, so like it doesn't really matter if it's drawn out to me because I enjoy like the overall gameplay yeah. loop of it on top of an amazing story. Yeah, but- no, the combat's good. The story's good. Like I'm, I'm invested in the story already, and I, I think it's like it's a good. It, it's. I mean, it's a, it's a, as far as like how the story is compromised, or composed rather, uh, not compromised. It's like Infinity War Endgame. It's like it's a two piece thing. It's like the, this these games are a complete story together. They're not a complete story separately. And the voice um, acting in this game is like top tier. It's like it's there's some stuff good. in this. Like, yeah, it's, like it's very, really yeah. fucking good. Did and I think I think he did, but did the voice actor the voice actor for Kratos won that year, right? Game, yeah. Like won yeah, an yeah. award for that. Okay. Good. Do you remember he like, went up there? Do you remember he went up and, and he said boy, right? Like and the kid's like he's like the kid announces something and he just pauses and then he's like Boy, yeah, yeah, so good. Um, yeah, um, yeah I, need so I, to, uh, I need to play yeah. some more of that this week. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been rallying that, but I've been playing Modern Warfare two quite a bit. I've been actually really enjoying the DMZ mode that they just added in. I don't know. So is it's that like Warzone, or is that something else? So it's like it's uh it's Modern War it's it, it's uh it's not Warzone. It's a different thing. Um, you group up with four people when you get in there, and it's basically Tarkov. You got to like extract things you got to get to an ex- it's basically like remember when we played um what's the game with us in new york where you like um division division you know remember where we go to the extraction zones and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that okay it's that and like you have to oh. like extract but when you're extracting there's people who will like come for you and everything so it's been pretty fun so far i've been enjoying that um 
but uh, so Modern Warfare is two. I've been having fun with that, but uh, I'm just jumping around from everything. I've, I started playing Somerville, like I told you, um, which was from the developers of Inside and uh, Limbo, which Inside's probably one of my all-time favorite games. But it's a different, like it's people from it's that a, studio. They started that a new left, studio. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. they left. I think it's the creators who left. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but um, the 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 premise of the game is fucking awesome. It seems like I'm I'm very interested in where it's going. But like I said to you, goddamn man, I'm fighting my controller to control this game. I don't know how they thought releasing the game the way it is was a good idea, but the, it's it's on Game Pass, uh, so give it a try if you're like interested in it. But if you see it, it looks good, but man it's like i'm playing like a 1990s game that looks like it's from from this era and it's like i'm literally like feel like i'm like fighting my controller over and over again and it's at i think it was out on metacritic at like a 68 and the pedigree of these guys is like so high that like i'm just like shocked that like yeah they thought that this game these guys usually do like the the mainline games or this is a more of a 3d game and it it just does not it's it Oh, it's making me sad, but I'm gonna finish it out because I want to see where the story goes and everything. Yeah, but I yeah, just don't. Yeah. I don't know how they thought it was a good idea to release this game the way it in the shape it's in. And it's not that it's like glitchy; it, 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 it runs fine. It's like, but the controls are fucking atrocious. It's just so bad. Um, what else am I playing? Anything else? Yeah, like I'm, I'm, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I. I was giving Brendan a, a lot of shit about Vampire Survivors because, like, I've seen so many people like, if it's not in the game of the year category then fucking this game of the year shit's bullshit. I mean, I think, like, the video game awards are stupid. And it's, like, it's like the Grammys. Like, they don't... They fucking give awards to, like, the popular people, and that's pretty much it. But um, I, I texted Brendan, I called him, and I'm like, it's all right. I'm like, it's not the game of the year. But I'm like, it's fine. I'm having fun. But I feel like I've been playing that game more and more every day. So clearly I was wrong, and the game is definitely enjoyable. And it's... it's the, the, the gameplay loop for that game is so fucking satisfying to me. And... Once you start to unlock, kind of more of what the I think that's the problem game, I had. Yeah. Once I started unlocking shit, I was like, yeah, "Oh, okay." W- once the core like elements of the game fully open up to you, and you can start like evolving weapons, and, like unlocking characters and levels and stuff, it's like, "Oh, okay." There- there's a lot of meat here. There's a lot of things you can do. Have you played it yet, Mike? The Empires. Uh, you probably like yeah. it. And it's uh, another game pass game. It is on no. Game Pass, so everyone can play it. But... No, I, I mean, I watched you play it before, and yes. then I was like, oh, maybe I should download this or whatever. I feel like it's kind of your jam, Mike. I think you would like it. Yeah, it's pretty much just yeah, like, yeah it's, yeah, it's it's fun as hell. It's uh, yeah, it's it's real good, and it's dude, got fucking, fucking game really pass. good music. Game it's Pass got really good music. Win. The Game Pass is just incredible. The value of yeah, Game, game, pass, game like, pass is insane. It's, but just, I, it's just ridiculous. I will say, if you're listening and you don't have an Xbox or don't have Game Pass, I don't. I don't think Vampire Survivors is on PlayStation or Switch, but it is on PC and it's like two dollars. So if you don't have Game Pass, which is insane for like is, the, the product, yeah, it's it's like a couple of dollars. So like you definitely should check out Vampire Survivors because it's for sure one of my favorite games this year. I've put a lot of a lot of hours into that game. Um, and now that it's on Xbox, I've been, and it has achievement support. I opened the game up and it popped like 50 achievements. Cause I played it <laughs> yeah, so I've, much already. Already, I've already gotten like 20 achievements, but they're all like fives. So it's yeah. like, all right. So, uh, I, I've been kind of in, not, not in a lull. I've been playing a lot of Marvel snap. Um, and I've played a very small amount of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet while I'm playing Scarlet. Um, and I know the, the conversation around Scarlet right now is that the game 
runs really poorly and I mean it does <laughs> but I am enjoying it so far and like I know a lot of the people I've talked to who are playing it um are enjoying it too but they are also running into a lot of like technical issues which I will say like it's one thing when a Pokemon game is like oh okay like there are other things on the switch that like graphically look a lot better. It's kind of weird that like Pokemon still doesn't really hit those highs, but I feel like the thing that I don't usually associate Pokemon with like being like, you know, the graphical style that it is, I'm just used to it. That's not like a big strike against it for me. I'm not playing a game necessarily for the graphics, like a game like Ragnarok that is visually fucking gorgeous you know, the, you, part of that experience is is the visuals. Um, something like Breath of the Wild that has a very specific art aesthetic, part of that experience are the visuals. Pokemon visuals is probably more about its character design in the monsters and in, like, your, your character and less about everything else, which is unfortunate because I feel like they really should do more with that world visually. Um, but what I don't usually associate Pokemon games with is performance problems and like the yeah, game not I, I running well. field and like that i didn't have like this shit i'm seeing with the new game it's very bizarre it, it, it is very bizarre because that, that's I've, not a normal thing for the yeah. for pokemon games for it it's to weird. be like not running well and when it, when those videos were circulating earlier this week i was like maybe there's just a day one patch that like people that are playing really build and it's like I I haven't seen it like all of the silly stuff that I'm seeing on on the internet. I haven't personally run into yet, but I have like the game is like you know has its moments where it's a little a little struggly. Which like know, that classroom scene? Did you see? Did you deal with that at all? Like, no, it's like I had they're no. like, eh, eh, like it's no. like it's like they're all glittery, like like glitching and kind of like yeah. yeah everyone I, at this point, like Twitter especially has been like full of videos, like clips of like ridiculous things happening. I haven't personally run into any of that stuff, but like I know Jesse, front of the show, has run into some stuff already, um, and whatnot. So I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna keep playing it. I like Pokemon, and I'm going to uh, enjoy that. I am really really mad right now yo did you not record anything oh yeah so what i meant to tell you before we start recording is like since you screwed up last time where like your audio wasn't coming out you should probably check it before you go live but i mean that's i should have said that a while ago nope so the video for this podcast is also ruined wonderful the the audio will be fine but this is week oh, okay. where the video is i just noticed that it is not I was like, I was like, wait, nothing, not nothing. I'm like, because I'm not things. sitting here for another hour. I'm playing. Some no, no, no. Game. No, the audio is fine. The audio is <laughs> yeah, fine. But this is week two where the video is fucked up. I'm going to have to actually probably have, I don't know. I'm going to have to edit both of these videos this week and just fix it. Um, anyways. So I apologize. If you've been watching us on Twitch for the last 50 minutes and didn't hear anything, I don't know why you didn't say something in the Twitch chat. But <laughs> um, yeah, there's that. So there'll be a delay on this video. If you're looking for the video version, uh, you can listen to the audio if you really want to hear us talk. Oh, um, one other thing. Um, no, I also no. have been playing uh, Plague Tale Requiem, which is a Game of the Year nomination, which, you know, I mean, it wasn't a huge year, but um, 
it's fucking gorgeous on Xbox. Did you say it wasn't right? a huge year? For game, like I feel like, like if you think about like game, like what game was missed the game of the year? Like obviously, I want Cypher up there, but I knew that wasn't going to be a game of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like that, nothing else up there you could so say that was if, like. So it's all right. You're bringing that up, so I'm going to say it. I have the game of the year things pulled up right here. For the Stray game is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's not a bad game, but it's like no, I like ridiculous. Stray. No, well, no, it's, well, it, I do well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I have the Game Awards specifically pulled up, and their nominations for Game of the Year are Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And I will say this in, in defense for Todd, I feel like Sifu has the same could be in the same conversation as a plague to yeah. Requiem and stray. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I, I'm I not, that. I'm yeah. not like fighting for, I wasn't, Sifu. Expe- I wasn't expecting Sifu to be in there though. Like, but, uh, but then when I see those other two games, I'm like, Oh, maybe it should be in there. I don't know. You well, know, that's, it's what, like, that's what I'm saying with those two games specifically in this mix. And honestly, for, for my own sake, I didn't play for horizon, horizon forbidden West. And I'm sure plenty of people love that game, but like game of the year. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Um, uh, I, I think it's just like a, it's a it's a big name for Sony at this point. It's like because like we don't know where Last of okay. Us is going. I mean, it's, no, like trust me, I'm with you because Nintendo I had a bunch right. of big name first party games. They're not in Game of the Year. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? see, like I didn't play Rabbids, but I would be happy to see Rabbids in there over Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean, I'm still probably I'm a probably somewhere near the halfway point of Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope, and like when I finish that game, that game is going to be close to my game of the year like that that yeah. game is very i'm not good. surprised because the first one's fucking great so it's like and uh and and it's weird because i went through and finished the first one you know last month getting prepared for sparks of hope and first one is so good the second one is and i'll say this too just so if you're listening if you just want to play mario rabbits and you didn't play kingdom battle you can just start with sparks of hope if you want because it's really not a sequel like it is a sequel but like it's not a story continuation, so you won't be like necessarily missing much. I'm sure there are like you know nods and and winks to the first game, but you would be fine playing the second one by itself. Um, but I also asterisk it with this: if you play Sparks of Hope, I think you'd have a really hard time going to play Kingdom Battle after because I think Sparks of Hope is somehow in like every way a better game. Like everything about it is just a better game, and I don't think Kingdom Battle was bad. I think Kingdom Battle is fantastic. So, um, I think yes. taking the grid off looks so much more appealing too. Like the the overall, like the you know what I'm saying, like the grid of like the like they took that off, isn't it? Like in the new one where it's just, I don't think there was like a full on grid in there, but there, there was, there's like there's like a movement sphere, but it's not a grid. You can just run around freely. Okay. Yeah, you, it, it would have like blocks and everything of where you could go, and it like Maybe, limited I don't stuff remember, the first. Yeah, you might be right, but yeah, I mean, literally everything from the gameplay to the presentation to the story, to everything about Sparks of Hope is a is an upgrade from Kingdom Battle. Like it is one of the best, like just full on sequels ever, simply because it just it expounds upon the game in every way. Like it's it's so good. Um, but like I, I mean, I'm not even a neon white sicko. I really liked neon white. I think Neon White is absolutely should be again with and I liked Stray a lot. I like Stray a lot, but like I don't know. I didn't play Plague Tale Requiem. I probably won't play it. And I, you know, maybe I'll play Horizon Forbidden West at some point. Um, I'll play it if it comes to like the, the free to play shit that they have. That's the only extent of me playing yeah. that game though. 
but I, I think Neon White is a phenomenal game and in, in that, you know, deserves to be talked about in the same conversation. I I know Todd doesn't agree, but Vampire Survivors is also a fucking fantastic game. I would put that up there again. Because you have Wait, Vampire two... Survivors was it up for any awards? Vampire Survivors? It's at least up for best um let me see. It's up for best I don't like this website. Best debut indie. Okay. Up against Neon White. So I mean I feel like Neon White's probably gonna beat it. Oh, I think Vampire Survivors might get that, but I, I think I just think it's funny that Saifu is is in best fighting game category and like the, all the memes oh, I've seen online. I didn't look at all these. Best fighting game. They there's supposed to be a PvP element to that. Like that's part of their roadmap. So if that's the case, that I'll that's going to be the most addicting fucking shit ever. I'm going to be yeah. playing that like nonstop. Immortality is up for best narrative. Best narrative, which it's which that that game's phenomenal, and like I, I know that's not for everyone, but like just the idea behind that game, I'm glad it's getting a little bit of love because that game was really cool. It was very interesting to play. It's not like anything I've ever played. It was just a unique experience. Yeah. Uh, Sifu and Cult of the Lamb are in best indie category up against that's pretty tough. Neon that, white that, stray and tunic a tough category. Yeah, that's oof. yeah. That'll be oh, that'll be interesting to see who 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 gets that one because that's that's a. I feel like that's a tougher category than like the main fucking the main game of the year. Is there not a is best audio design just their blanket music situation? They're and like a, we're not even have, talking like, best about soundtrack or music category. We're not even talking about year. cult of lamb. Because Cult of Lamb is amazing too. I, I don't know. I, I keep trying to go back to it. I keep bouncing right off it. I, I, you know what it is? I think I just don't really care about the in between, like, like. The, I get that building aspect. I feel like there's a lot of systems going on there, and I just but like this is way too well. much for me to for to eat, me to care that. about. Like, I just want to keep going into the dungeons. So I, I don't know. It's. I really want to finish it and it, I keep bouncing pretty hard off of it. So I don't know if I will actually get through it or not. Um, I guess I, I'm so confused. There's no best music category or best soundtrack. Game of the year, best game direction, best narrative, art direction. Oh, best score in music. I'm, I'm literally staring at what's, it. What's up for best, best score? Plague Tale, Elden Ring, Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, which is fucking fantastic, uh, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I, I'm so confused that We Are OFK is not nominated for anything. I don't understand. I don't think anyone would know what that game is if they even announced well, it. Well, here's and the I, thing. And, I don't, and that's Here, not like a problem for the game. I just think in general, I don't think anyone would know what that is. Well, the thing that is confusing to me is that the Game Awards specifically does know about it because they're the ones that fucking announced the game oh, and, really? ha and had a live performance of oh, the really? band. So it's like weird that they're not, unless they're nominated in a different category, which I'm, I'm clicking a bunch right now and I'm not seeing it. I don't like this website at all. This website is terrible. Sorry, Jeff Keighley, but what the fuck? Um, like I didn't see it in best indie, best narrative, best music, best performance, games for impact. Or best debut indie, so I yeah I I don't think it's nominated for anything, um which game categories might be tough just because I loved We Are OFK and I it's definitely in my top things of the year for things I've played, but it really isn't a video game 
like in the traditional sense, like it's very minimal game stuff. But I liked the story and I liked the performances by the by the people who voiced everything and the music is fucking incredible. So like the fact that it's not even nominated for best music is kind of disappointing to me. Um Yo, the biggest the biggest category out of all of these is the best is, it's, it's, I don't know the one with Arcane Edge Runners I'm just like oh god oh best it's, it's, uh, it's, ad, adaptation I personally think Arcane should win because I love both of them but like Arcane is just on a whole nother fucking best level adaptation where is this best adaptation so it was like it was okay. those two things Arcane. the Sonic movie oh Cuphead Cuphead season oh. 3 oh is this a new this must be a new category it's a new category okay yeah. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. So Arcane, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, the Cuphead Show, Sonic Two, and Uncharted. I mean, I haven't watched all of these. I haven't seen Sonic Two or Uncharted. I didn't finish the Cuphead Show. I was just saying season three. And I haven't watched Edge Runners, so but Arcane is fucking great. So yeah, Arcane's amazing. Like Edge Runners is amazing too, but Arcane's like I I think Arcane is on a whole nother level. Animation and I don't I don't know. What do you think, Mike? What are you gonna say? I was gonna say notably at Shit, I can't even notably speak anymore. Notice, notably notice absent the Halo TV show. I uh, need to finish the Halo TV show. I, have no I liked the more. Halo TV show for what it was. It was entertaining. It I I don't like. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> you don't think it was entertaining? It, it, there was like a couple, one or two episodes that I think I liked overall. Anytime I wasn't watching, um, John Halo's ass. The, <laughs> I'm not even sure if I really liked. I think there was only two characters I actually liked, and it was um, there was that one Spartan that like dyed part of her hair. Yep. And the scientist girl, the one that was like the daughter of the other scientist. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I liked those two characters. I liked their characters, but anytime I was watching somebody else, I was like, "What are you doing? I don't like this." <laughs> Did you finish it? I finished it. Mike's in. Mike's in on Halo. Mike, you should play the halo games because the story is really fucking good yeah you <laughs> can't pay that show. you can't pay i played reach that was the, i think it was the best story so i'm done you played reach we've had I, I this mean, discussion i honestly so think reach times. is the best story though to be honest a lot you. of people think reach is the best story i i don't know if i agree with that but i like reach here's the thing i played reach not knowing anything about halo and apparently reach was just rogue one i didn't know that right yes, for real basically it basically is um I don't know. I, I I'm curious about this best adaptation category because I think I think, I think again Arcane's without having watched Sonic or Uncharted, I think Arcane is is really the thing here, the shining star. But yeah. I think recency bias might give it to Edge Runners. I think I people know, are gonna fucking right. be like Edge Runners, whoa. And I think a lot of people, because I I want to say the majority of the people that vote on this are games industry people that are like doing like from websites and stuff. Um, I don't know. I feel like a big part of the conversation is going to be Edge Runners really revitalized people playing cyberpunk. It was a movement sure, and all stuff. Sure, I think, yeah, like but I don't know. It, but it's not about like, what did it do for the fucking no, game. It's you know what I mean. It's what it's what it's, like it's literally opposite of that. Those two shows are probably my two favorite shows. Was as I came this year? Or was it last year? It must have came out at the beginning of the year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but like those are two of like are my and I'm like I'm not an anime guy. I'm Mike's the anime senpai. And fucking, I love fucking Edge Runners. Oh, you know what? That's a fucking snub for me. Best family game is basically just Nintendo titles. Kirby, 
in my opinion, is a game of the year contender. That game is fucking fantastic. I love Forgotten Land. That game is absolutely like in my top three for this year. I love that game. I mean, it's all right. Nah, that's yo fucking Liam would be voting for that shit. Don't even don't even tell yeah, me. He would. Uh, I actually like Yan Yoshi better than fucking Forgotten World. I like that style. That's like, yeah, wild like, to me. I like like those kind of Yoshi games. I mean, uh, Kirby games way better. I don't think, uh, and like, I don't think it's a bad game. Don't get me wrong. Like, I I think it's a good game, but it just did it didn't hit me the way like other Kirby games hit me. Yeah, the the best RPG category is stacked, and it's probably gonna unfortunately go to Elden Ring. But uh, Elden Ring, Live Alive, Arceus, Triangle Strategy, which I still need to play, and Xenoblade Three. Though I don't know, Xenoblade Three is a, is like a is a sleeper. I think Xenoblade 3 is going to scoop up some awards. I don't think it's going to win Game of the Year, but some people are fighting hard for that as Game of the Year. Um, I, I, it, it, I could see Xenoblade getting Game of the Year at a different outlet. Like, I could see, like, a GameSpot or something yeah, getting, giving them that. Um, and I will say, I know Todd hates Arceus, but Arceus, for me, is in my top games. It's the most fun I've had with... Like, honestly, my top games for the year as it stands for me personally, are in no specific order, Elden Ring, Arceus, and maybe Kirby. Um, or maybe, I don't know, uh, my top five, maybe Kirby, maybe uh, We Are OFK, and I'm still too early enough to call it, but I'm really enjoying Xenoblade 3, really enjoying Sparks of Hope. And I'm, I'm, sure, right now, I'm sure I'm going into, to really enjoy Ragnarok as I play more. Yeah, I was so. going to say, the more you dive into that, you're going to probably be like, yeah, it's my game of the year. <laughs> I think it's going to change your mind directly. Unless you think Elden Ring is your game of the year, I don't think. I don't think Elden Ring is my game of the year. Yeah, I so liked I think, Elden Ring, and I'm yeah. happy that I played a FromSoft game to completion and spent a lot of time with it, and I really liked it. And I like a lot of the things that that game did, even though they weren't things that I personally did. Like, there was just a lot of cool things going on in that in that game. Um but like I spent countless nights just the gameplay loop in Arceus was so fuck it like hit my brain the way it needed to hit where it was just like riding around throwing fucking pokeballs at things. It just it hit me in a very soothing, relaxing way that I, I can't be understated. Arceus um, was like the game that made me realize that I should never play another Pokemon game again because like I was like Arceus is what I was complaining about. Like I'm like, let's do something different. And then they did something different. I'm like, yeah, maybe I just don't like Pokemon. Yeah, That's I like, don't think you need to play Pokemon ever again. I think you're good. I think, I will say I think this, in like though, five like years, mean, if, if I won't even say that. Game, I think in like 10 years when Pokemon is like maybe taking all of these things as it's transitioning into a like more of a console RPG. Yeah, if they made like a next maybe. gen, like official next gen, like like that stupid game that I keep on bringing up that probably will never come out. If they made it look like appealing like that, like where it's like you can explore a world with like different, like it just like, just give me something like I mean, that's I, not again, fucking I'm, same I thing. am not going to try to convince you to buy Scarlet I'll or Violet. I'll just play Pikmin game. Yeah. Yeah. All day. But I, I will tell you right now that from I'm trying to stay a little pulled back from reviews and opinions on Scarlet because I just want to form my own. But some of the the very external reading that I've read is that it it is a good open world game. It just has a lot of technical problems. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think it probably might have some of these open world things you want. It's just for you, you want fucking 
incredible graphics, no technical problems, listen, all these things. Listen, I, I don't need incredible graphics, but like the graphics of Pokemon games are fucking just not up the par for like yeah, there where are we're things at. that are much better looking on that platform. Xenoblade Chronicles yeah. 3B. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I saw them. clips of Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like the Switch can produce fucking good looking games. Like we know it has already. What I'm hoping maybe happens with the next Pokemon game. But again, the way Pokemon is made is kind of confusing. It's going to sell gangbusters, but they don't care. Well, gonna no, no they, they need to address it, I, I think, or they're going to slowly start to not sell gangbusters. Um, but it's the same thing with Breath of the Wild and now Tears of the Kingdom. Monolith Soft, the developers of Xenoblade, works on some of that for Nintendo. Maybe, maybe you get to call Monolith Soft in for the next Pokemon game to help with some of the like bones of the game, like make it so that it runs and looks good on a console that you need to unlock those little tricks to make it run and look good because the switch is technically an under, you know, compared to, you know, obviously compared to the other consoles out there, it is a very under, you know, very much lower horsepower than compared to its competitors. Um, but certain Nintendo developers are able to kind of unlock that magic of like, we can do these things that, you know, other developers that don't just make Nintendo games probably wouldn't be able to do on a Nintendo platform because they got to just, they got to work that magic. They got to figure out how to make these things function in a way that other developers don't have to deal with those types of constraints because they're just working on, at this point, you know, PCs. Uh, anyways. Like, what's so, your game of the year so far? Gonna be multiverses, right? Yeah, it's 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 tough. I was actually thinking about like what what were the games I played and or beat. Uh, it is a very short list. Space Party Jam. I don't think so. Oh I wait, want, did I buy that? I want, I want Lasagna Party to be your game of the year so bad. <laughs> second because uh, it was there was that garfield game that i forgot that i, I think bought. You bought i think you bought garfield cart not lasagna party well i i don't uh, for some reason the phrase lasagna party sounds dirty and i feel like we should stop saying it like it doesn't sound like you're thinking about lemon party no i'm not thinking about anything you're thinking about lemon yo party. that tweet would have been a hit i'm telling you right now it would have been tweeted then i don't you tweeted then <laughs> you fucked up you should is that site still up yes it is yes I'm trying to find something. He said so confidently, so quickly. That's a man that knows. Oh, weird. I typed in lasagna party. The first link is for Garfield lasagna party. The second is an urban dictionary for lasagna party. Uh -oh. <laughs> is it? Can you read what it is? Or is it if it's if it's not something you should read? Don't read it, please. I mean, I'll just read it one way or the other. It doesn't really is it family friendly. We'll fix it in post. Uh, this one says it's just another term for a swingers party. That's boring. This uh, other one, this other one is, this other one is much I, different. I had to pull it up to look for myself because I was going to stop you if it was bad. But I, I do want to point out that, that that also known as a spaghetti bake is very funny to me. Uh, that was that was the first definition. Yes, yeah. yes. The yes. second def definition is very different. Yeah, and it you is probably. <laughs> it 
and I guess I'll wait. I mean, you do, you do as you wish if you want to read that. I mean, I don't care. Nah, I'm gonna look up lasagna party. No, it's no, no, the, don't, it's don't. the act. It's the act of group conolingus where all participants are experiencing menstruation, accompanied by a nasty yeast infection. Again, this is Urban <laughs> Dictionary, so it is descriptive. Take, take that for and as specific. you will. Specific. To be fair, this definition was put in here in 2011. Oh wow, 11, been around. It's been 11 around. years before they decided to name a Garfield video game after it. Yeah. Well, I told you it sounded bad. I told you it sounded sounded you, like it. You were right. Did not you were, have a good. You were right. <laughs> because I, in Brendan's mind, and maybe Brendan's more in tune with the world than the rest of us. In Brendan's mind, if you put a food word, mix it with like another noun or yeah. verb, Brendan's like, this is sexual. This is definitely sexual. I mean, I so I I'm very sad to report that when I well, was spaghetti harmonica, I type in spaghetti harmonica, there's nothing here, but. <laughs> That just means that we need to make 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 that urban dictionary. Uh, spaghetti harmonicas. Did you mean to do something else? Somebody touch my spaghetti harmonica. All right, so lasagna party is out now, so there is still time to make it game of the year, Mike. Okay, so it would be going up against uh, multiverses, obviously. Space Stray, Jam. which I didn't finish. What? Space Jam, which was, was like year, right? last year or two years ago. Was it last year? It was definitely not this year. I'm going down a real bad rabbit hole right now, and I'm going to stop because this is going to lead to bad things. But when I typed in spaghetti harmonica into Urban Dictionary, a bunch of other suggestions came up, and one of them was spaghetto. And I was like, all right, I need to see what spaghetto is. And it is the singular of spaghetti. So it is a single one, one strand. It is one strand, spaghetto. a spaghetto, which I still think spaghetti is a better word, but I'll give spaghetto. I'll give it to it. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. I thought Space what? Jam was this year. I'm so confused. Yeah, I thought it was this year, too. Do you know what one cannoli is called? A cannoli? I don't know. A cannolo. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> Man. We're learning words. a lot about the Italian language. So... I feel like Mike Neil White's not your game of the year. I feel like that's your game of the year. I'm I'm just listing the games I've played or that I remember that I played this year. And Neon White is another game. Immortality. Uh, I think I technically at least oh, yeah, rooted up Gundam Evolution, but I never got past the training. Well, was it good? Was the training good? There was a reason why I stopped. Oh, you know what? Because at the time, I didn't realize it was only on PC. Like, it was, it's multi-plat, but when I was trying to play it, it was only on PC. You know what's wild is that Overwatch 2 came out this year. And, like... Oh, yeah. That's also... Yeah. But, but it's, like, it's Overwatch 1. You know? It's, like, it's not... It doesn't feel like it's, like, this new thing or anything. It didn't rejuvenate it. It's fine. I still play it. Don't get me wrong. It's, like, a good game. But it's also a fucking mess at the same time. Yeah. When did Gundam, was Gundam Evolution was that last one? year? Was Gundam okay. Evolution? That was last year, yeah. That was last year, okay. I just bought it late, that's all. You have a PS5 now, right? Do you buy it for PS5? I bought it on PC before I got before they announced it's coming to Xbox and before I had a PS5. I was like, oh, if I can't get it anywhere else, I'll just get it here. Oh, yeah, it's coming and to I Game didn't play it. I transferred my, my license for like the fucking all the DLC and play it somewhere else. 
Doubtful. Let me pull up these games for what's in the box so we can end this episode. Uh, let's see. What's a good what's a good little spaghetti here? What's a good little spaghetto? Are there any games that still have yet to come out? Callisto Protocol are gonna are gonna tip your list a little bit. Yeah, I think Callisto Protocol is gonna be fucking. I think that's gonna be huge for me. I also didn't know Kimiko from The Boys is, is like one of the main actresses in it. I don't know who that is. Yeah, because you don't watch The Boys. You gotta watch The Boys, baby. I watched like the first season. It was fine. It was a television it, show. First season's like, in retrospect, the first season is good, but it seems like dog shit compared to how good the season two and three were. Are you kidding me right now? Uh, Do I own all these games? Do I really own NBA 2K16? Uh, Probably not anymore. It's in my library. Is it? It's in my Steam library. Oh, weird. We'll that's, that's that's strange. Was that the one with Stefan Carey on the cover? Yes. Um. All right. Let's see here. The boys are fine. The boys. The boys will be okay. All right. The boys are back in town. All right, let's let's get things going here at the end of the show. If you're a f- this, of course, is in Japanese. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, oh, we know it's Nintendo, so all right, he's got a Switch game. So <laughs> as if as if Sony is not a Japanese company. <laughs> all right, let me let me let me quickly pull up here. If you're new to the show, or if you're long-time listener, you know that we end most episodes with a game we call What's in the Box. A game where I pull three games, or sometimes off the internet, off the back of my shelf and we read the back of the box. The first person to get the game based off the stuff I read gets the point. The scoreboard for the year is Dom at 81, Todd at 77, Mike at 65, a bunch of guest points on the board. Without further ado. Midnight Suns comes out this year, too. Yes, oh fuck! That comes out. Yeah. I've heard good saying good things about it. Yep. Game number one. Blank blank in search of the blank blank. The blank order has been broken. Rise blank, and be guided by blank. Did I fall in order? Incorrect. And be guided by blank to brandish the power of the blank blank and become a blank blank in the blank blank. The order 1886? No. In the blank blank, ruled by queen blank, the blank, the blank blank, the source of the blank, has been shattered. Blank's offspring, demigods, all claimed the blank of the blank blank known as the War? blank blank. No. God of War 2? No. God of War 3? No. Uh, known as the blank blank. And the mad... in the mad Uh-oh. taint of their new, <laughs> newfound strength <laughs> triggered a war. The blank. 
a war that meant abandonment by the blank blank. And now the guidance of blank. There are be, too many blanks in this. Yeah. Will be brought to the blank who were spurned by the bank, the blank of gold and exiled from the blank blank. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Incorrect. Ye dead who yet live, your blank long lost, follow the path to the blank blank. How beyond... is this on the back of the fucking box? <laughs> this is just the plot of the game. Uh, beyond the foggy sea to stand. Sea of Incorrect. I oh, knew man. someone was going to yell that so out. I'd be so mad. I'd be so mad if that was a. Follow the path to the blank blank beyond the foggy sea to stand before the is blank it, blank and become the blank blank. Is it the Wind Waker? Incorrect. Genre defining gameplay. Blank blank gameplay. It is so weird no, that you read the entire gameplay. You, you read the entire plot and I still know nothing about this game. No, because yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of blank. There was a war. There was a yeah. game. Something about the queen, was, was the queen was sniffing paint, I think. I think there is enough not blanked there that you could figure out what that game is based off that description. I will also say, uh, so, so let's see, genre-defining gameplay, a new fantasy world, world exploration. Elden Ring. It is indeed Elden Ring, Mike. Oh, nice. There you go. What were you blanking? I, I don't know the plot of Elden Ring. I don't know I'll what's re- going on there. Okay. You have to read the whole thing, but I'm, I'm going to read the whole thing. thing. I'll read it quick. Foul tarnished in search of the oh, Elder okay. Ring. There you go. Found the golden paper. order has been broken. Ready? You, you will now, it will now make sense with all these blanks. Rise tarnished. I can't say the word tarnished. And, yeah. gu- and be guided by grace. I can't say the word grace. Uh, to brandish the power of the Elden Ring and become an Elden Lord in the lands between. In the lands between, ruled by Queen Marika the Eternal, the Elden Ring, and the source of the Erd Tree has been shattered. Marika's offspring, demigods. With how wordy it was and how many things you were blanking out, I should have been like, this sounds like fucking Game of Thrones. And it would have <laughs> right. There you, right. Go. there you go. It, like, basically, this whole paragraph mentions so many of the same proper noun i just had to keep blanking it out because it just wouldn't it would just if i said tarnished todd would have said it immediately um all right game number two a blank adventure like no other action-packed blank battles a quest of blank proportions you do need Pokemon, to give me the full Pokemon Arceus. Incorrect. You do need to give me the full title. It's funny because Mario I Mario Rabbids did... Sparks of Hope. It is indeed Mario Rabbids oh, Sparks my. of Hope. I was going to pull Arceus and I was like, no, no, no. He's going to get it if I do that. He's going to just <laughs> guess it. Mike is Mike is on fire this last Where month. You go. He's going for the fucking sweep. The sweep he's yet to get. He's come He's come to a couple Now it's of not going to happen. Now it's not going to happen. Thanks a lot. Game number three. Live to fight. Fight to live. Out of War Ragnarok. Incorrect. Two countries locked in eternal battle. But whom does their fighting serve? Solve the riddle and save the future. Explore. Fight. 
Traverse the vast world of blank as you fight to liberate colonies and reclaim your lives. Is it live alive? Live alive? Incorrect. Rising zero uh, dawn. About... Incorrect. Interlink. Fuse characters to transform into powerful blank. Adapt. Combine different Gundam characters. Evolution? What is it? Gundam Evolution? Incorrect. Combine different character classes to change up your strategy. It's the back of the box. It sounds like it's something I should definitely know, but uh-huh. Live to fight, fight to live. Two countries locked in eternal battle, but whom does their fighting serve? Solve the riddle and save the future. Explore, fight, traverse the vast world of Ionius as you fight to liberate colonies and reclaim your lives. Sounds like a Nintendo game. I mean, I'm just going to put that out there. Interlink. Fuse Xenoblade Car- Chronicles 3? It is indeed Xenoblade Chronicles 3. You should have just there said whatever go. Nintendo games came out this year, Todd. I, well, I was trying to think of Game of the Years in that one. Yeah. So. <laughs> there it is. Mike getting stopped at the sweep again. But picking up points, though. He's making ground. That leaves the week at Dominate 82, Todd at 77, and Mike at 67. And that will do it for this week's episode, episode 344 of the Past Control Podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're looking for the video version, it is going to be delayed because I have to fix the video that was unfortunately fucked up during this recording. So I will have to edit that uh, after the fact. So that will be a little bit delayed. As always, you can follow everything we do at pastcontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller. You can find me at bgroom. You can find Mike at underscore MichaelPath, Todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature, and Dom at ptc underscore one little spark. We appreciate you. We love you. Be safe out there, and we will see you soon. Until next time.